you can run as many ads as you want, trying to get people over to your Instagram page to like follow mm-hmm. you and stuff. But that they the, the the ad itself doesn't make people follow your page. Your content does. Hey everybody, welcome to the Jen Bales Marketing Show. My name is Jen. Welcome to the show, and of course, I have with me featuring Chelsea Snide, my favorite marketer. Hi, Chelsea. Hi. How are you going today? I'm good. I am good. It is hot here as usual on the Gold Coast. But I'm very excited about today's topic because we get this question all the time. Which is? Well, paid or organic? Which is best? Should you do one or the other? Do you do both? How do they work? What is it? So we're going to go through that all today. We are, we are going to go through that all today. It's something that, yeah, I think comes up a lot and is also just talked about a lot. Uh, it's mm. like a weird undercurrent. So that's why we thought we'd discuss it today. But before we jump too far into that topic, when you talk about today's sponsor, uh, Chelsea, do you mm. want to tell us about today's sponsor for the show? So today's sponsor is probably my favorite sponsor because it's mine it's gold coast glow which is a fake tan water water which means it's clear so it's not going to stain any of your white sheets your white clothes anything it's not going to streak i have it on right now it's my go-to tan inspired of course by the gold coast just to give you that natural glow so you can go to gcglow.com.au Nice. And if anybody's wondering, I'm the before look and Chelsea is the after look of what what you'll look like by using GC Glow. So definitely make sure that you go and check it out. Um, It's a great product, actually. So, I mean, I haven't haven't used myself, but I should really use it this summer, to be honest. Um, I should really not look so good. Well, Jen knows all about it because Jen actually has made my videos that I've used in social media ads. I have, yeah. Social media growth for your brand, Mm. right? So that's what we're going to talk about today. And at the end, of course, we are going to answer questions that came through. If you have any questions regarding marketing, just send uh, myself or Chelsea a DM. You can see our Instagram up on the screen. Uh, Shoot us DM, ask us your questions, and we will bring them up in this video. Or if you're on YouTube listening, you can just put them down in the comment section below and we will answer them. All right, so like we discussed just before, we are looking at organic versus paid marketing. And like essentially mm. for growth, like let's, let's just dumb it down. Let's just dumb it down if nobody yeah. really knows what we're talking about. What is the difference between organic and paid yeah. growth? We, we start with, let's start with organic. Like what, what is organic? What do we mean when we're saying organic growth? So when we say organic, it's a really fancy word for free. Like it's really stuff you can do yourself and you haven't paid money to do it. So that could be posting on your Instagram feed yourself, posting on your Facebook feed, LinkedIn feed, TikTok, Twitter, or writing content on your website, anything that you have done and you haven't paid to do it. Yeah. That is generally decided organic. And if someone comes to your site by one of those avenues, they're considered, they've come through an organic channel because you have not paid to get them to you. Exactly. That's actually a really good organic essentially just means free. <laughs> I think you pretty much uh, hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah, that's, that's essentially what it is. And I think because it's free, organic growth or organic traffic is looked at like the holy grail. Like if you can get just yes. so much attention uh, without paying anything for it, like amazing, yep. right? It's almost seen as um, this this godlike glow around organic traffic. Mm. It's just the most amazing thing you could possibly do. That's how I feel exactly. about it. <laughs> and the people that do it best are usually the ones that did it first. So the first people on Instagram, the first people on Facebook, the first people on TikTok, whatever the first people started blogging on their site, they're generally the ones that have the best organic growth because they were in at the very start. When organic, you could get really good growth. And they get to compound on that as well. So like hmm. year on year, they're going to get more and more organic growth. So it becomes harder for people who just start. It's not impossible, but it does become harder for people yeah. who just start to like meet them at the same level, right? So yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that that pretty much covers why 
organic growth, what organic growth is and why people love it so much because yeah, yeah. you don't have to pay for any exposure. We love free. We love free. Yeah. If I can do something for free and get money from it, I want to do it. <laughs> I think you're speaking on behalf of the entire world, Chelsea. <laughs> it's everybody's dream. But then we have... So What's paid, Jen? Like, how do you describe paid? Paid is the other side of the fence completely to organic <laughs> So yeah. paid is paid. Paid is, is using basically, a lot of the times using advertisements um, yeah. to be able to drive that same traffic that you're not able to get organically over to your website, over to your Instagram, over to like a YouTube video, whatever it is, wherever you're wanting people to go that's what you're paying for. So it could also be for other things like just engagement. So for example, on Facebook yep. posts, like Facebook um, is notorious. The business pages are notorious for only having, uh, it, it's like less than 2% engagement rate. It, it's a very uh -huh. tiny engagement rate percentage that you can expect from the followers of your page to actually engage with your posts. And it's very difficult as well on Facebook to get it seen by people who aren't even following you. Like, it's yes. near impossible. And there's a reason for that. Facebook wants you to use paid strategies. They want you to pay because the yeah. platform is free. And the reason it can stay free is because advertisers advertise on it. So, mm. I mean, they're never going to come forward and say, oh, yeah, we prevent you guys from getting engagement. They'll say something like there's a lot of people on the platform. It's just naturally harder for people to be seen. But yeah. they have made it so that, you know, um, friends and family on your Facebook will get prioritized first before businesses. Yeah. So they have been making it harder for quite some time for business pages to be seen without using paid strategies. Even with mm. Instagram, uh, it's the same sort of thing. It can be very, very hard. It's very competitive. Everyone wants to grow their yeah. Instagram. Um, same with YouTube. Everyone wants to grow their YouTube. Mm. Um, and you can do it organically, but it will take time. Paid will get you that reach. It will get you that engagement very, very quickly. Yeah. So that's why, that's like one of the advantages of paid already is just the, the absolute speed that you can do it. So that pretty much sums up, I think, the, the definitions of paid versus organic. Mm. I don't think we're missing anything, are we? No. No. And people will go, well, can I just have one or do I need both? And yeah, it depends. <laughs> like if you're just on... It depends what you want. Yeah, yeah. If you're on Instagram, just for the sake of being on Instagram, then no, you don't need, mm. you don't need paid. Um, if you're just, yeah. don't really care. If, if getting more followers for you is more of like a, a cool thing rather than an actual business uh, thing for you, then it, it mm. doesn't really matter. But if you're anybody who wants any kind of exposure for your brand, business, whatever it is, you need to be doing both, 100%. You need both. And they both have two different objectives. Like when I think of free well, organic posting, it's really to create a community. So you're posting things that's going to help your community. It might be connecting with your customers. It might be, you know, explaining your brand and your brand story. It's creating trust. And it's just a place where you add value. You don't want to sell too much on organic posts because people won't, well, they'll get sick of it. It's really adding value, educating, entertaining, all that type of stuff you want to do organically. Yeah. Then on your paid post, that's where you can really go, I'm going to promote something and target yeah. the people that are going to want to see it. Yeah. And the, the paid strategies as well, like they'll allow you to target your, your followers who have been interacting with your pages or this is social media pages, sorry. Or you can target a completely new cold audience and try and get them over as well. But yeah, I think what you said, Chels, is completely correct. Like organic is all about building that community. You can do a yeah. little bit of selling, but not always. Like it's like every now yeah. and then you can do selling. Um, mm. I think one of the big strategies I see on Instagram right now is people doing a lot of selling through their Instagram stories. Seems to be the place to be. Yeah. These days. Um, which yeah. is which is organic um and that's great but i mean i think uh running ads as well can be a compliment to that as well like instagram story ads mm. um have been pretty uh, they're pretty cheap to run i don't know if you know much about um, mm. um cpms on instagram ads but from my experience yeah that they're, they're actually pretty cheap um and so cpm for anyone not knowing that's uh your cost per thousand views so or, yeah. or thousand impressions so yeah they, it's quite cheap and i don't think a lot of people 
recognize how cheap it is if if you want to grow really quick get that mm. because i think it's important like you said earlier jen even if you have a great organic following they're not all going to engage or see your post no. i read something today um from AdRoll saying on Facebook, only 2% of your audience will see your post. Yeah. So if you think about that, when we write things and we post things, we have a very self-serving nature that we think everyone will see this because it's so much value. Everyone's going to love it. The reality is not many of your followers will see it because they're also following a thousand plus other pages. Mm. So this is why you've got to pay because not everyone's going to see your content. Even your community of organic followers aren't all going to see it. You know that, that Facebook stat about 2%. I've never yet heard or seen a similar stat regarding to Instagram. I think they kind of like bundle mm. it up, but I'm, I'm honestly just yeah. curious what that is from Instagram because I know like I'll do a post and sometimes it'll perform really well. And I can do a similar post, similar hashtags, all that sort of stuff uh-huh. a week later. And it can just like not do anywhere near as well. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't understand Instagram sometimes. It's so picky. Instagram is tricky because even anyone who just uses Instagram, you see your feed is always changing. Like sometimes it's chronological. Sometimes it's what they think you want to see, which mm. might be like Jen said earlier, more your friends and family, people in that group of people you always like. You'll see more of that. Or sometimes it's more stuff you kind of engage in your discovery page. It's really tricky to guarantee that your organic post is going to be seen by your followers. Yeah. There are ways you can do it. You can see what's popular posting time. You can work on your hashtag strategy. But when you're basing your strategy on a free channel and free, a free format, you will have limitations. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. One of the things that I see a lot on instagram is almost this like i don't know it's like this kind of a i i grew my account by like you know tens of thousands um um, followers sorry Mm. on instagram um all organic i'm amazing it was only organic blah 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 whether or not it was or not i don't know but there's definitely i don't like a a glorification maybe over organic growth like people love to glorify the fact that they manage to do something i mean it is quite difficult to do and i think i think just one of the things that bothers me is when people make it out that it was just they just post they just make a post once Mm. a day and that's it and they're just really good with hashtags but even just saying it is organic some of the other things going on behind the scenes is you know sometimes these people are being involved with like like courses and stuff like that where yeah. um you know like uh, you know people are really supportive and they'll they're just going to have yeah. a lot more engagement naturally because of those things so they've already got like a mm-hmm. level up um there's all these other things that people can do to get that engagement and give themselves a head start um but then at the same time even if they weren't doing that and they're literally at rock bottom i think you would have to be on instagram every day studying yeah like analyzing things um, and creating like wicked, wicked posts and using every single Instagram feature. Like you'd have to be doing carousels, creating videos, creating reels, creating stories, um, like constantly, like you would just have to live on Instagram. <laughs> it's a full-time job. And I've been part, and I am part of these groups where they educate you how to grow organically. And the reality is it's a lot of work and you're not going to grow as fast as what it once was. Because the strategies are generally for organic growth, they teach you follow 100 pages a day. I mean, can you imagine trying to find 100 pages of your ideal audience or your customer? No, follow, don't unfollow. Follow like up to 100 a day or some do even more. Instagram will allow you to follow, I think it's up to 40 pages an hour, following and unfollowing. Anything more than that, they it's triggered that it could be a bot, so that it's got to be under that amount. But they'll teach you that, which is great. But also, who's got the time? Yeah, and uh, just can't be bothered doing that. Yeah, like you said, hashtag strategies having various different hashtags changing every week, posting every single day on feed and stories. Yeah, now you've got reels, add yeah. that into the mix, post at least three reels a week. Mm-hmm. 
And then on top of all of that, you've got engagement. So engaging for at least, you know, 30 minutes to an hour a day on all these pages. Mm. It's full on. Mm. Will you get results? Yes. But at what cost? Even, if even, that's going to be your goal, it's hard. Even saying that you are guaranteed results from doing that, like you're not. You, you just you're so not. You're not guaranteed results from all. Because once, once, yeah, once upon a time you could follow someone like early Instagram days. You follow someone and someone be like, oh my god, I'll follow them back. Yeah. But we're also savvy now. Like we don't follow everyone that follows us because we're like, I don't know you. Why would I follow you? Or a random brand followed me. That's weird. Mm-mm. Like it doesn't have the same impact it once did. Yeah. But I see it happen a lot. Like even to my Instagram account, like people follow me and I'm like, that's great. They want to learn about digital marketing because that's what my Instagram is all about. You know, and then I'll notice that, you know, every day also, you know, I'll have a few unfollows and stuff like that. And I can see there's still people like practicing follow, unfollow, follow, unfollow. Even though it's almost been, I don't want to say debunked, but it it has been shown to not be as effective because people, like you're saying, are cluing on to that. Yeah. Like it's very shallow uh, engagement strategy, really. Hmm. But it's just, should you work on organic strategy? A hundred percent. But don't think your results will purely come from organic. Unless you want to sacrifice your mental health and your time. (laughs) And did you did you ever do all the um, things at that group? Did you ever attempt to do I, that? So on the Gold Coast Glow account, I did at the start. Like I found a similar um, competitor and looked at who was commenting on their posts and followed them and connected with them. And it took up a lot of my time. And I'm only talking maybe gained 100 followers from that. Like it was a lot of time. Because again, people are slower to follow a brand because... They think, I'll just visit the page if I want to see it. I'm more likely to follow friends, family, influencers. Yeah. It can be really tricky to get a person to follow a brand for that reason. Yeah. But I did that. And the one thing I can say doing those strategies can help with if you are a brand and you have, say, a product, is it can connect you with people to use them as an influencer. So mm-hmm. say, for example, you follow someone with kind of a certain amount of followers you're looking for you might want a micro influencer it's a way to connect with them and utilize them for you to generate a content that's how i see that strategy working best for i wouldn't tell people it's going to make you grow exponentially really quick will it help you connect with people in the audience you want and maybe use them for your product or service as a spokesperson for sure yeah. Can I ask you a question? Like just going back a little bit, you said it took a lot of time just to get those hundred um, followers um, from commenting and stuff. Can you remember like how, how much time that took? Like, was it like a couple of days or was it like a couple of weeks? Oh, Do you remember? It took weeks. It was really hard. I think anyone who started an Instagram page with mm. your brand and especially if you have a product that's so excited and you think it's so mm. great and you want everyone to know it, see it and, experience it and you start the page and you're like yeah. crickets <laughs> <laughs> no one's as excited as you'll ever be but then no one's as excited as you because if you're following and like you said like with an organic strategy i had at the start it's like how is anyone going to find me i'm out here yeah. posting all the time but no one's in my audience yeah sure i can use hashtags but i have no followers so these hashtags are not going to be seen by instagram as adding value because i've got no one following me you're always going to come up against these roadblocks because that's definitely one of the things that instagram looks for is that when you post a post it looks to see how much engagement you're going to get from your actual audience your actual followers before it then tries to push out to hashtags in saying that in saying that i have had posts in my feed do very very well compared to others just yes. for my audience right and i'm like for sure this is going to blow up in the in the hashtags and all this sort of stuff and then it's like you go into your stats and it's like reach three people in hashtags oh. it's what? very soul destroying it, instagram it, don't you see my value <laughs> my value but i mean but that brings up a good point i think you know not to get too deep into this, but like mental health is definitely 
like a huge thing when it comes to this because I think people, yeah. if they're doing what, what you were doing um, for a short time, following those kinds of tactics day in and day out because they, they saw someone else do it and they're like, I got success, so can you. And huh. they're just like, you know, really giving it everything they've got but not seeing more or less an instant result, I guess. Like, I mean, huh. you're going to stop. You're going to quit, right? <laughs> like, it's unsustainable. Yeah, you can't keep it up. You cannot yeah. keep it up. It'll just drain you and you'll reach a point of going, I don't know what else to say or do, or I don't know how much more value I can add. And then the return of that is then you going, I'm not worthy. So it's very like, it can be a risky strategy to follow, which yeah. is why we also love a paid strategy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's a good segue. Because uh, paid, <laughs> paid, but to get into that too, like compared to the organic, like I almost feel like saying that, you know, when people say that they have grown their accounts through using paid ad strategies as well, like it's almost like, oh, a dirty word. Oh, they it say is. paid. Oh, it is. It's all organic. People, for some reason, think it's cheating which yeah. I don't understand because if you want to sell something, you will use paid ads because mm. you want to get in front of that audience. Mm. If, the, if to sell to people, you need them to be following your Instagram or Facebook page, yeah. what's the difference about appealing to them to get to follow you? Mm. I don't understand why we give it, we give organic following more of a priority over paid. People will only choose to follow you if you're adding value, yeah. whether you pay for ads or you don't. It's the same result. That's perfect. It's actually a perfect thing to say because that's true. You can run as many ads as you want, trying to get people over to your Instagram page to like follow you and stuff. But that they the, the the ad itself doesn't make people follow your page. Your content does. No. Your your ad on Instagram, for example, will just bring people. It'll reach more people and bring them to look at your page potentially or see some of your content, yeah. and then they decide, oh, I might check out this page. Then they like the content you're posting, and then they go, yes, I will follow. But if you have crap content, no one's going to follow you. Like you still need to be adding like a lot of value. That's how the ads work. The ads don't, ads, ads are not like in the same category as bots. You know, when people would do bots mm. to like, um, they would buy followers, they would, they would buy engagement, yep. all that kind of stuff. Like that is bad. That is just completely yep. like a fake thing to do. So obviously if you buy, um, followers, you're not going to have a really great engagement rate anyway, because <laughs> they're oh, just fake right. people. So um, and that, and that's just going to be a ton of money. And then buying buying likes on Instagram doesn't really have any worth these days because you know your mm. likes are hidden these days anyway, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, and if you buy followers, like people are going to see through that pretty quickly because um, you know they're going to look at like your other posts and go, well, two people liked it. Mm. Wow. Like, <laughs> mm. So it's just the the thing is with a paid strategy, why that can be helpful to like businesses and brands, say for Instagram, if they're wanting to build up their Instagram, social proof does matter. And if you're just starting it out, percent does right. So if you're just starting out, so it's if we take um, like your product, GC Glow, for example, if you were just starting out with that one and you're like, guys, it's the best thing ever. And mm. it really, really is. It is a really good product, but people are less likely to listen to you if you've got 37 followers versus 3,700 or 1,300 yeah. or 3,300, right? Like it's yeah. like there is a huge, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but like the more people we see on something, the more we want it. It validates it. It makes it seem real mm. and it just makes it suddenly seem trustworthy. It's so important. Like this is why you do need to have a paid strategy. Because you do, even if you think, I don't want to have to pay to get people to follow my page, you will have to at some point if you want to grow quick. Yeah. It's just like if you think of a highway with traffic going down the highway at peak hour, and if you're not paying for ads, your billboard on the highway is blank. It hasn't got your brand on it, hasn't got your name on it, and you're having hundreds of thousands of cars pass it every day. How are they going to find, they're not going to find you. Suddenly you pay for ads, your billboard now has your brand, your, how to connect you. People driving past and they're like, oh, 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 I know. I'll check them out. And like you said, they'll go to your page and if they like what they see, they'll follow you. 
But if you're not there, how are they going to follow you? Don't think they just wake up one day and go, oh my God, I think there's this brand new Instagram page that I need to follow. I'm going to somehow find them. Like it doesn't work like that. You've got to get in front of their face to get them to consider following you. And to be honest, like if you get in front of people's faces and they're still not following you, then you know you've got a problem. (laughs) It's a really good way to validate whatever your product or service is. If you're still not getting followers for some reason that way, yeah, you've got an issue. (laughs) Like, you know, there's something that you need to adjust. You need to change every content. I feel like almost running paid ad strategies to your, like we're focusing on Instagram right now, like on Instagram is a great way to assess if um, how, how your content is really performing because sending it yeah. out into the universe organically right now on, on Instagram, it's like, it could be absolutely amazing, but no one's seeing it. So mm. you're not going to get an actual, like a good pulse reading, if that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of content. That's why, that's why you need to drive traffic from, from advertising, right? Exactly. And ads are a great way to test if who you think is your audience is your audience. Like you might think, Oh, I, like let's take Gold Coast Glow for example. I would say, oh, I think my audience is like 25 to 35 year old females living in metro areas, interested in beauty. So I'm going to send all my ads to people who kind of are within that area and I get nothing. And then I keep testing and keep, keep testing and I find out, oh my God, my audience is like 40 to 50 year old males who love to do um, ballet on the weekends because they don't want to stain their ballet costume. I had no idea. Like, you don't know who your audience. audience. <laughs> like, you've got to do these things to work out who sure. your audience is. Like, if you're going, if you, if you haven't done your market research and you've just decided these are my personas that we like to say, and you just presume, which isn't the best thing to do, but say you do it and you put your ads out there and you're getting nothing, that's, that's a signal for you to go, my audience is not right. I need to go back to the drawing board and test a different audience or look, learn to look into my analytics, learn to look into my data, yeah. understand who it is once whatever I'm doing, selling, whatever. Yeah, uh, looking at your analytics is oh, so incredibly helpful. Like the insights that that can provide into who actually like is interested in your brand can be basically what you're saying Jill's like can absolutely rock you you could think <laughs> you meant to go one way but actually all these this different yeah. age group or this um different interests are actually more resonating with your product like it that's why it's so important and also like, has- well, like you and me for example when we discussed who are following us on instagram i would say oh jen and i would have the same type of following and then we found out you have a more younger demographic i have an older demographic like yeah. Sure, that might seem like a small difference, but if we were both paying for ads and I was going, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to target a younger demographic too, yeah. it's not going to nail because it's not what I'm posting is not resonating with a younger audience. Yeah, that's so true. But like Instagram ads as well, they're cheap. They're like, if, if you're purely using Instagram ads uh, to, to grow your following, like we've been talking about. So I actually did a video on this about how I grew my following, my mm. first 1,000 followers um, uh, using Instagram ads. I think I started on 100 and, I don't know, 100 and, let's say 160 something. It was 100 and something. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I wanted to see how Instagram ads could help me to to grow to 1,000 because, you know, similar to Chelsea, yeah. I mean, I'm not in the same, the same group. I didn't actually know all those strategies, but like, you know, there's a lot out there on Google. So I was trying all this stuff and I was like, man, this is exhausting. Like the time it took it to like comment, give value, all that kind of stuff. When really the main thing you should be focusing on is your post. That was the thing that I enjoyed doing the most was creating the content. Um, so all the other stuff for me was, was quite tiring. I enjoy talking with people, but it was more hmm. trying to seek people out and find them and trying to strike up a conversation when they weren't posting to strike up a conversation with you. You're just yep. kind of hijacking their conversation. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, researching hashtags and, you know, I think hmm. hashtags are so easy to get stressed out over. Um, and then when they don't work for whatever reason, you know, Instagram's in a bad mood that day, there's nothing you can do. You guys done all the research perfectly. There's nothing you can do um, yeah. and used all the tools and gizmos out there. But then, so I wanted to try 
you know, Instagram ads. Cause for me, I was like, okay, like I work full time. I'm doing other things as well. If I run Instagram ads, is it going to save me time? Yes. For me, time is more valuable than money. And I was like, cool, let's set a cap. So I just, I just put in like a small like budget. I think it was like, it was automatically done by Instagram, but you could adjust hmm. it. And I think it was like 30 bucks um, over six days. It's something like that. That was the default. Um, and essentially all I was doing was promoting um, a, a carousel that I created that had done quite well, um, like organically. And I thought, mm, let's push this a little bit more and see what happens. So I targeted a few different countries. Eventually when I targeted hmm. India, um, not only did I see like just amazing engagement, but I also got a lot of followers um, and at mm. an like, incredibly cheap price. So to the Australian dollar, it was um, like for around 14 cents it averaged out. So like if you, if you go to my video, um, I'll put it up on the screen. Like it, it pretty much covers um, the entire strategy that I did and it breaks down all the numbers. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't need to be expensive, like 13 or 14 cents a follower uh that's huge mm. that, that, that's so cheap <laughs> and then saving you so Especially much time you, yeah and if you could take that amount and think the time it would have taken me to organically gain that follower mm. you're probably looking at 30 minutes to an hour of your time yeah. because you're going to pages you're commenting you're liking you're engaging with them over a period then they decide to follow you back like suddenly that cost per lead if we bring it into marketing terms of your time is very high. Yeah. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Basing it off your time. That's the cost per lead. So mm-hmm. if your time is worth, let's say, oh, let's just average out. Let's say your time is worth $50 an hour. And in that yeah. hour, you got three, or oh, that's not strong point. You got two leads. <laughs> you got two followers. That yeah. was $25 a follower. Um, because that is how difficult organic strategies are versus, you know, what I just said, 14 cents per follower. Mm. And you're going to feel much more mentally refreshed because you weren't the one having to do it like Instagram was no. doing for you. Exactly. You're using the platform to leverage the value you're adding already to your page because that's where your focus should be. Your focus should be on value I'm adding on my page, organically my posts because those good posts that add value eventually turn into whatever you're trying to profit. So whether it's to sign up people to buy your product or join your mailing list or engage you for a service, whatever it is you're doing, that's your key focus. Let, like Jen said, let Instagram find your followers. Let, let, let Instagram them do, that. do the heavy lifting. <laughs> Instagram needs to do something. You're paying them. It's, it's like kind of like getting a cleaner. Like, you know, you don't want exactly. to have to do the cleaning all yourself. That's that's your downtime. You don't want to have to do that. You pay a clean up, they're going to do a better job than what you could have done anyway. Let's be real. And yeah. and you got the satisfaction of having a clean house. You've got the goal achieved. Yeah, you pay money. I think sometimes it's just people accepting the fact that for some results that people did in the past get organically, that now they do have to pay a bit of money. I think people can get a little bit upset about about that but honestly it's the way forward and if you take that approach Mm. you're going to be ahead of other people who are still there going no i don't want to do ads you're going to be ahead of those people (laughs) and it's such a silly mentality to have like what i i just don't understand why people are still position it as somehow cheating it could be an australian thing I don't know. It would be great if anyone watching this is not from Australia, if they could comment below, if they have the same perception in their country, if you pay for social ads purely to gain followers and engagement and reach a wider audience, is it seen as negative or is it just us down under here who just have what we call tall poppy syndrome? We don't like it when people jump the queues. Yeah, we're um, we're mean here. (laughs) But like, look, from my point of view, I don't see it as cheating in any way. I don't, I don't, uh, at the end of the day, it's, it's just a strategy used to gain followers. And I still think that they're not going to follow you anyway, if your content isn't on point. So it's still a testimonial to your content and um, how you are as a brand. Um, People aren't going to follow you just because you're running ads. So I vote not cheating. Mm, not cheating. Not cheating. And it's also great, like 
I, I do a lot of social media posting for clients organically. So as in just to their feed and that's every day. And a lot of the time when they engage me, they're like, oh, we want you to post on our feed because uh, we want to gain followers. And that we have to always have that conversation of me posting on your feed. Obviously, the content's going to be amazing. Obviously. But <laughs> as amazing as it is, you're not going to gain the followers you think you're going to gain. You might gain, let's be realistic, three to five a week maybe. That's being five being like pretty up there. You might gain a couple a week organically. It doesn't matter how great our content is. It doesn't matter how great. We've got all the videos, we've got the carousels, we've got the reels. You're not going to get the growth you're thinking is going to happen. That's only going to come with paid. And that's happened recently for a client. The whole time I've been with them, we've only done organic. And now they've just done some paid posts. And suddenly they're getting like 20 new followers a day. And they're like, what? Yeah, see? same content we've used and that's what I've always tried to explain to them it's not going to work unless you do paid now like yeah. as you said and these platforms are free for a reason and if yeah. you want to profit from them you've got to pay them yeah yeah and and that's why I just I, I find it silly um if anybody thinks um that it's cheating or that they they look down mm -hmm. on people trying to grow in that way it, it's it's simply a strategy that honestly I think these platforms want you to use but yeah. changing slightly into gear Chels because I saw on your Instagram stories that you have been experimenting with TikTok lately now before we jump to I'm a TikToker well I will say that TikTok now does have ads it did bring in ads yes. a few months back but I believe you can still grow organically quite well so what what happened with your experience on um, on TikTok Okay, so I downloaded TikTok because, you know, Jen and I are just finger on the pulse type of gal. And I was like, I'll get TikTok. I'll be a TikToker. I don't know if that's a thing. But I downloaded it completely overwhelmed. I don't get it. I don't understand it. There's a lot of dancing. And see, Jen, I thought the dancers, I thought on the screen you're copying someone you're just practicing you just got to memorize them and film it to yourself you so can't do that hats off to all these tiktok dancers well jen i don't i don't know you've you've seen me dance like i am elaine in that episode of seinfeld i'm just all if people will think this video is late it's not that's just my move <laughs> uh, so i downloaded it completely overwhelmed yeah, yeah. But I did a few videos and I said to Jen, like, I was shocked at the amount of views, my videos, which I'm going to be honest, they're not good. They're not good videos. They're just me doing tests. But I put, I put up one and within a few hours, it had over 3,000 views. Like, I did not understand. Yeah. I was like, how is this happening? And I did another one and the same thing. I don't know how it works because you can add hashtags to TikTok, but it's not the same as in Instagram where it's the same, it's got the same kind of strategy around it. Like you have limited hashtags you can use and they just go on trends and all this type of stuff. Mm. So I don't know what's happening. I think from what I've done so far, the videos where you utilize the music in TikTok, so you're like using the sounds that they have on there to do like the talk over and pretending you're saying it and all that stuff have done better mm -hmm. than ones that I've recorded on my own and I've uploaded to there haven't done as well. So the, the better strategy is to use pre-recorded audio where you can just talk. Is it better than doing your own video? Yeah, so if you film it in TikTok and in TikTok you can save there, they have all like the trending audio. So you might hear, you might watch videos and people are speaking over like old episodes of shows or whatever. Mm -hmm. TikTok have them all in their audio library. I found when I use their audio like and do it, it's gotten better reach. I don't know if that's because that's just an audio that's trending and you get put up to the top. Whereas if you just filmed a video of tips, you're not using something that's trending. Like the things that right. do super well on TikTok are certain songs and certain audios. But again, absolutely no idea. Like I have no idea how it's working, but you can get incredibly high reach. Now, 
what can you do with that? I don't know because I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't add my website into TikTok. It's not like on Instagram you can have like a link in bio. Oh, you can't? No, you can just add like words and you can link your Instagram page. Mm. So my insights are somewhat 0% helpful. But mm. if you're just someone who wants to feel validated by your <laughs> um, awful dancing, <laughs> get TikTok. But if you have some time, this is, we bring up this platform because like we said earlier, platforms when you get in early, you do have the opportunity for a quicker organic growth because it's fresh, because mm. it's just new and it's it's usually, they're, they're not limiting you just yet. Yeah, not, it's not saturated. No, it's not saturated. It's still very like, just people are having fun, having a yeah. go, seeing what works. So you can definitely get bigger reach. But in saying that, while my videos have had what seems like, like if I got 3,000 views on Instagram, I'd be like, that's it. I'm an influencer. I'm quitting my job. I'm done. I'm done. Like, money. <laughs> Fake Instagram money. Where's my sponsorships? Where are they? Like, I can't fathom that amount. On Instagram, so I don't know if like that amount on TikTok actually just really, really bad. Like, but to clarify, we're talking reach, correct? We're not talking like likes or anything. We're just talking pure reach because most people on Instagram, um, I don't think really look at reach a lot of the time, unless they're they're marketers or they they really know analytics. Because I think most people look at vanity metrics, which is your likes and your follows. So if we were to look at yeah. your vanity metrics on the three the three thousand uh, TikToks and stuff that you did, how many how many likes did you get and how many followers well, did you get? So when you have a TikTok page, you have like your profile page, and then on all your videos, it says to the user like how many views, so you can kind of see. So there's I see there's over three thousand views, but as Jen said, what are the other metrics? Not very good. I have eighteen followers. And I have 196 likes. So pretty bad. For a total of how much reach? This is again. That's that's so for one video. Yeah, for one video, they say views. So like reach was Mm 3,245. But then that video would only get a few likes. So I don't quite understand what the what is happening Mm -hmm. with TikTok. But again, Mm -hmm. if you've used TikTok, like I have for the last five days, you don't necessarily like stuff. Like you don't like and comment like you do on Instagram. You just, you watch a video and it just automatically scrolls to the next. Like you just hold your phone up there and it just goes and goes and goes. Like you, you're not encouraged to like and comment. You're just watching it. Tim, you're more encouraged. Yeah. Cause when I've used TikTok as well, like I agree, it becomes kind of this rabbit hole where you just almost mindlessly oh. flicking through it just automatically does it for you. So yeah. yeah and you- I've hours of my week this week I don't <laughs> Is that where you were <laughs> I don't know what's happened I've just I've 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 lost it I <laughs> I can see why people get obsessed with TikTok because it's yeah. it's the utter ridiculousness of human nature that is on there like <laughs> it's not like Instagram is now it's not curated it's yep. not beautiful it's not filtered it is just <laughs> Pure brain numbing. <laughs> so content. TikTok is the reality TV, and um, uh, Instagram's more like a Universal movie, right? That's yeah. exactly it, and that's why I think people like TikTok because it's just yeah, chuck chuck her off. Let's see what we've got here. <laughs> we should we should create a a, a mind numbing TikTok for the show. Chelsea's just our mind numbing. It'll go, it'll go viral. If it doesn't get over 3,000 views, I'll be disappointed. <laughs> oh, now we can do that if we're in different states. We'll have to come up with some sort of a, a crazy strategy. But, I mean, yeah, look, it goes to show that organic isn't dead. No. Depending on what platform you're using. I wouldn't say it's exactly. dead on any platform. Technic- technically, it's not dead, technically. But it definitely doesn't perform as well as it used to on Facebook, Instagram. No. Whatever. 
that organic will support your paid strategies like it yeah. will get whoever over the line like you said earlier they won't follow you unless the content you have on your organic feed is good yeah so think yeah. of organic like a lot of people within marketing will say content is king mm -hmm. and when they're saying that they're talking about writing but let's use the word content and how we know it in social media world yeah. which is Umbrella. images and, and words and all that yeah. still the content is king and that's where organic comes in like yeah. that's what you use for your organic strategy yeah no i agree and i think um one of the things too that we should probably discuss as well is if you were going to do a paid ad campaign uh to to increase stuff on, on facebook or increase stuff on instagram for your business or your brand uh that it really doesn't need to be overwhelming for you to do this yourself mm -hmm. and there's some funny differences because facebook uh if you post something to your business page it asks you to boost a post um yeah. and uh boosting posts on facebook often isn't really a good strategy um it just doesn't give you a lot of options and it cannot be as effective as using business manager um, mm. which is where your ads are housed in the ad manager so i would recommend um you know um i mean i need to do this myself but for the meantime google up a a facebook ads tutorial um there's there's a lot out there um to get the basics of that but i think uh that's for facebook but instagram itself has really created its own instagram is owned by facebook but it's really created yeah. its own little ad platform within the app to make it really easy now I have done, which is essentially the equivalent of boosting a Facebook post, oh. promoting an Instagram post, and it does do quite well. However, you are limited in certain areas. For example, you can't retarget people. You can't, um, yeah. you can't exclude people from seeing your post. So for example, if I wanted to target people in a certain country that um, are not already following me, I can't do that through the basic promoting thing. To yeah. do that, um, like kind of a more advanced strategy, I need to go into to business manager and actually set that up. Mm. And if I want to do a story ad, like I said before, like story ads um, have been known to have a really cheap CPM. They can be really effective, especially because of the swipe up feature. Um, yeah. And because if you're an account that doesn't have 10,000 followers, you don't get that swipe up feature to send people to a website. You can if you do an advertisement. So to do that, you would have to go into business manager again, Facebook business manager mm. uh, and set up your ad, but you have like so much control. And because that ad, all your money is only going onto, you know, Instagram stories, you know, like 20 bucks is going to get you pretty far. Like you're running an, in, yeah. an Instagram story ad, um, but you have more control. Um, one thing I noticed too, is that when you promote a post from your feed, uh, on Instagram, it will show up as a post in the newsfeed, which looks great because it blends with all the other posts and it just has a little bar that's like, you know, view profile, something like that. That's the call to action. Yeah. But it does also uh, create that post as a story. Now, one of my mm. pet peeves that I've mentioned before is I hate seeing um, in Instagram stories ones where they're not like the full the full width of um, the Instagram story that this little yeah. thing and it's ah oh, I, I can them. I can confirm this is Jen's pet peeve she like she it. tells me all the time and I didn't really notice it but now it annoys me because you think <laughs> you're just being lazy make your image for the story size you just can make do it, that yeah blend it to 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 be what that better guy yeah be better um, but. <laughs> If they are um, just like boosting a post, um, then it's going to show up in the Instagram story in that way as well, unfortunately. Yeah. So maybe they're not being lazy, they just don't actually understand. So I found that recently and I'm like, well, that's annoying. And there's no way to not have it go on Instagram stories. If you exactly. promote your post, it's going to go there. If you only want it on Instagram mm. stories or only want something in your feed, you have to go in business manager. So, I mean, this is why Jen's got to do a video on Business Ads Manager because yeah, got to know how to do it. I'll be, I'm going to be her dummy because I am a dummy when it comes to ad posting. Should we do that as as the a chat show episode, Charles? Like talking about Business I, Manager and stuff like that. Definitely. I well, I work in marketing and I have so many questions. So I can't imagine someone who doesn't work in marketing would have so many questions. It's it, it isn't a little bit when you first look at it mm. it's like um like when we we're talking about uh adobe premiere pro which is the video editing software that i use and 
Chelsea's arch nemesis. Um, but, you know, when you open up Adobe Premiere Pro for the first time, it's very intimidating. Um, you don't know where anything is or how anything works. Same with Business Manager. It's a bit scary. Uh -huh. um, I, I have done a video, though, on this channel, which is um, social media ads made easy. Uh, so yeah. that one does go into a bit of detail about, you know, the, just the basics that you need to consider um, by choosing, you know, what, what platform is the best for your business mm. and, you know, considering what kind of content you're going to do, how to choose your audiences. Um, it, it just covers those basics, but something more detailed, you know, maybe we can do a video in the future, Chelsea, where, you know, you ask me your, uh, your Facebook questions, your Facebook ad questions, and I can answer them. It's sort of like the, um, like an FAQ. My dummy question. <laughs> yeah, I think we should do that. And we can ask people what their questions are too. And hopefully, um, yeah, we'll get some, something into that. That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Speaking of questions, before we wrap this up, we should wait before we wrap this up we did sort of we we talked a lot about organic and we talked a lot about paid for for growth and i think we gave both sides you know a pretty fair like this is how you can use them and this is what you'll get and blah 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 at the end of the day versus organic paid which one do you think which one do you think won oh wins in growth Paid. Paid. Yeah. Paid. Because I would like to think if you have a brand, you are posting already valuable content. Like you care. You, you're posting good stuff already. You'd like to think so. I'd like to think that. <laughs> I would hope that. So paid is going to win time and time again. And like Jen said, you don't, when we say do pay, it's not every you don't have to do it every day of the year like you don't have to think how am i going to pay for ads because i get it i've gone through this with gold coast glow you start a business you invest all this money you've done it you get started then you're like oh my god there's ongoing costs and i've got to pay for ads and it can be so overwhelming and you think i just don't have budget but you can start with as small as you can financially afford and you just see what really works and you don't have to do it all the time. You can do when it works for you. And as Jen said, you could just do Instagram posts and pay, you know, 30 bucks over a week and see what happens. Yeah, that's like, like five you have control in these platforms. Yeah. And that's why these platforms are so good because you can set what you want to spend. So you decide what is it you can afford to spend mm -hmm. and really decide what is what you're willing to spend for whatever you're determining as a lead. So if yeah. that's a new follower, what you are valuing that at. Like, it's just something, I know anyone watching this would have heard you've got to spend money to make money and it can be really annoying as a business person going, but I don't want to spend any money. <laughs> I just want to make all the money. I just want to make it. <laughs> but you do have to and it does come back. Because yeah. once you do a few ads, you'll get better at it. You work out your audience. They'll be slicker. You'll get better results. Yeah. It's just the way you've got to do it. That's if you it. want to just stick with organic, good luck. And yes, you can totally do it, but it's got to take a lot of your time. And like your mental health may suffer. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought at the end, like, when you're organic, that's great. Good luck. Thank you. Good luck. And yeah, well. there, are, there are people out there who can help you and coach you, but just know. They you can, but you'll be like, paying them most likely to hear the strategies where you can just invest in the ad platform as opposed to paying someone else to teach you exactly. how to grow like, organically. Like, uh. if you, yeah, if you look at that, if you go, okay, I could do this, whatever, cost per month or cost for this course, yeah. go, what if I just really focus, like, what if I watch some free YouTube videos? What if I watch the Jen Bowles marketing show? And I just learned, learned a few things, got confident in my organic content to the point where I'm like, this is what works. Mm -hmm. I'm then going to invest that money in ads. Like you will get a better return. 100%. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on to our questions. We only have time for a couple of questions. So let me pull them up on my phone. Um, okay, so we got this one through, uh, which is, um, I wanted to ask, uh, in marketing, is there a scope or not? So that would be like a scope would be like what the in, entire 
project is about, right? What what is encompassed in that? Mm, like project. a scope of work. A scope of work. Mm. So yes, there kind of is, depending on what you're doing. I mean, we kind of will probably more refer to that as a marketing strategy or within a marketing mm. strategy, a marketing campaign. Um, but we don't tend to use it as scope of work. That tends to be more um, agency speak and mm. content speak, do you think? That's what I feel Yeah, like. like when I hear that question, I think of that term scope of work. And I think of that in terms of when you are engaging with a client and you're outlining in a contract, like what it is you're going to do. Yeah, yeah. And what they can expect. Yeah, so like agent, like if you're running your own marketing agency, you might use scope of work to just sort of protect yourself as to outlining. Yeah, this is all the things that we've said that we're going to complete for you. Sign the dotted line so we know that you agree as well, and we're good to go. So that that mm. yeah, definitely can be the scope of work if you're running an agency. Um, if you're an mm. in-house marketer, um, the language is a bit is a bit different. We don't really mm. say scope of work. We'll just say. Um, the, the scope of work never ends <laughs> when you're in the in-house market. Scope of work is everything. Yes. It's everything. That's the difference. Do yeah. it. There's, All there's, of it. <laughs> yeah. Every single thing. Um, there's no real uh, cutoff in that way. So if you're an in-house marketer, yeah, you'll be more playing in the strategies, um, marketing strategies and marketing campaigns. Um, and that will probably be what you would refer to as a scope of work. Um, you would just know what your tasks are within that and, and complete them. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think really at the end of the day, I think it's just um, like a wording thing, when to use that word scope or not. Mm. Uh, and also in when you are in-house, it is more likely you'll be working in an agile way, meaning yeah. while you have the strategy in place, obviously you will have a plan you work in an agile framework to adjust and pull yeah. different levers as needed. That's true. That's true. Um, okay. Next question is, uh, how can I do social media marketing? So I guess this is like, how, how can I get started in social media marketing? I guess is how we would mm. interpret that. Okay. Um, yes. Do you want to go first? Okay. Yes. Uh, I will I will frame this in terms of when I started my Instagram page because before that I did have clients doing their social media but they were through different avenues but if you wanted to get into social media marketing which I take as like getting clients to do their organic and paid the best thing you can first do is create an Instagram page, obviously. Mm-hmm. So use that as what you might call as your portfolio. So you'll start posting content about how, what you know about social media marketing. Like we said earlier, adding value, just positioning yourself as someone who knows what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Posting like that consistently, educational posts and I did that for a while. I had a few people follow me, more um, similar people, so more as in agencies or freelancers. And that's how work started to trickle in because they would then refer work to me because mm-hmm. they were getting too many clients. And then you kind of suddenly are creating this network of referrals. So don't be disheartened if you start these pages and you're like, only other marketing people are following me. That's also good because there's enough work for everybody. Mm-hmm. So people don't want to turn people away so they'll just take that client on and get someone they'll outsource it to someone else yeah. so as someone similar in their world so i would start there um, and just build up your page build up your followings you could use these paid strategies we've talked about to have that social proof jen mentioned and just really highlight that you know what you're talking about and show examples like on these pages you might go to other pages and you're like i don't have clients i can't showcase what i can do Make up a fake client. Like you, you've, I've seen that on pages before for new people starting out. They'll be like, here's my fake client for the month. This is kind of the feed look I've decided for them. And they're in this industry. And these are the type of posts I've done. And here's a graphic I created for this pretend company. And here's a video I created. Like so you can being, show your skills. 
so, so you're being transparent about the fact that you've made up a client. It's more saying if I had a client in this industry, this was what I would have done for their feed. You're actually yeah. just doing the work. Yeah. I think that that's actually a really great strategy to showcase uh, what you can do. I think, I think showing that you can do the work is more likely to capture people's oh. attention than, than anything else, to be honest, than just saying, exactly. Oh yeah, I work in social media marketing, uh, hit me up mm. and uh, I'll, yeah. I'll do it for you. Like, People want to see what you can do before they hit you up. They want to see, they want to see, you know what you're talking about, but that's always a good place to start. Obviously on the platform you want to be working in. Yeah. If you like, obviously YouTube has a wealth of knowledge that you can watch videos just to get up to date. Right here. Right here. (laughs) Obviously Instagram is changing all the time. You can actually follow the Instagram page on Instagram. So the Instagram creator page, they post updates when they've made them. Um, You can follow their blog. They release things they want us to know about. So there's been changes recently. So you can stay up to date with what they're doing. You don't need to think you need to pay someone to tell you what's going on. Instagram will tell you for free if you think it's something that you need to know. I think um, alongside that, like, yes, um, and that, I mean, that's things that both you and I have done, Chels, which is, you know, doing our Instagram, making sure we're adding a lot of value, um, just showing that, you know, we are the real deal. We know what we're talking about. And alongside for that, if you're looking to get clients, if you're looking to, you know, really get your feet wet in managing client pages and stuff, start with um, family and friends, like people that you know, reach out in that way. That's often the best way because if you know someone in your family, you know, who is, who has a, a business page or is looking to grow in that way, even if it's just organic to start, like that's fine. Um, and, and then that's your first case study, right? So yeah. you do a bit of work from them and then you ask them for a testimonial, boom, that goes on your website. Yeah. You just, you know, you might not get paid for that one or maybe you do if you can arrange it, but what's probably more important for your growth in getting into social media marketing, uh, if you're doing it for yourself, will be those, those word of mouth referrals, those um, testimonials. Yeah. Uh, and then your family will go, oh yeah, such and such did our social media marketing. Maybe they can do yours too. Next thing you know, mm-hmm. you've got another client, right? Like that can definitely be an easy way to, to start building yourself up and also learn as you go, because if it's like family or a close friend, you can probably stumble a bit more than if it's yeah. somebody that you cold called or cold emailed. Um, yeah. So you can probably learn on the job a bit more, which you definitely can do with, with mm. social media management. Like Chelsea said, like there's so many, you know, videos out there teaching you pretty much everything there is that you need to know. Um, so I would definitely reckon starting there. Um, if you're a little bit more advanced um, and really just looking for clients, but you understand social media and you've got some testimonials or some case studies or, or like just some evidence of your work, um, then yeah, you can hit up cold strategies, you know, Instagram DMs, you can email, you can call, um, you know, there's Facebook mm. groups. Um, there's, there's a lot of different ways um, that you can reach out to business owners, but they usually will want to see some sort of proof that you know what you're doing, um, some sort of evidence. Yeah. And going back to what Chell said, like if you have an Instagram that's really nicely built out um, and if you've used some page strategies to like, you know, grow that Instagram a little bit more so you've got that social proof. Because think about it, if you're going to a business saying, hey, I can run your social media accounts, but you're sitting there on 30 followers, mm. it doesn't look too convincing because you couldn't do it for yourself, right? So, <laughs> so definitely take that time to do it. But, you know, start whilst you're doing your Instagram and, and getting that set up, you know, don't just sit there and do nothing. Definitely reach out family, friends who probably don't care yeah. about your Instagram. Get your, your hands wet doing that um, and then build out from there. That's what I reckon. And that's also a good strategy to do at the start because then you'll start to really understand how long things take and how much you should be charging. Because unfortunately, social media management, I would say it's probably some of the most undercharged work out there and mm-hmm. people then don't see it as a value piece. So don't fall into the trap of undercharging. Um, consider how long it takes you and your experience and everything like that. 100%. Cool. All right. Well, that is our second ever episode, Charles. High party. Crazy. We never thought we'd make it past one, but here we are at two. <laughs> Who knew? Soon we'll be at 200. What? Can you foresee that? Can you foresee us being at 200? I can foresee that. Of course I can, Jen. We might only have two listeners, but we'll have 200 episodes. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Two listeners are you and I. (laughs)
No, we are marketers and we will market this out through paid strategies, damn it, because we know that that's the way to grow. We will. That could be an RR case study. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, let's talk about that later. <laughs> How to grow your podcast with Chelsea mm. and Jen. Show. All right. Thank you guys again for watching. We really appreciate it. And thank you to everyone who's sending your questions. Um, again, if you have questions about marketing, send them as a DM to myself or Chelsea. Our Instagrams are up here on the screen or drop them down in a comment below on YouTube. If you're listening to us on the podcast as well, make sure to rate us like five stars because that's Please. Really cool. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, if you got this far, I mean, you must be enjoying it. So we'll say that the five stars isn't too far off. So that would be appreciated. Anyway, until next week, we will see you then. Bye. Bye.